0: Hello and welcome to another edition of the Final Siren Podcast. It's another pocket podcast for your ears today. And last week we looked at the elite midfielders in the top end of the AFL Draft. And today we're going to take a look at the best tools that are available. This is of course brought to you by Draft Central. I'm your host, Peter Williams. And once again, I'm joined by AFL Draft editor, Michael Alvaro. Michael, thanks for joining me.
1: Thank you, Pete. Good to be on as always. So today, as I mentioned,
0: we're going to be looking at some of the premium tall options in the 2021 draft pool. Uh, So what we're going to start with is look at the elites, So the top 10 candidates, the key position players who might be pushing into that top 10 area. And then we're going to sort of go through and have a look at some of the combine invites from the states and potentially where they might fit. Obviously, Uh, Western Australia for example have a large group that we will go through and and whatnot and some of the other depth later on and mature ages so we've got plenty to get through so we'll just get stuck straight into it so uh, we did discuss last week that it's been deemed a midfielders draft but there's still a good amount of key position options available Michael so we're going to start with the elites the top 10 candidates I should say. Uh, and just sort of run through each of them, starting with uh, Western Bulldogs father-son prospect Sam Darcy, who's probably the most well-known of uh, the quartet, if you like.
1: Yeah, definitely the most well-known, um, and he's probably the kid that's going to be taking number three in this year's draft. Um, just probably far and away, really, um, the the best tall available, and um, has really stamped his claim as that this year, and and come from um, a long way back too. So he. Um, yeah it just showed really really good form this year for each um each team he played for obviously at school football with scott she sort of uh went forward and started kicking bags the goals it was really impressive um on the end of a growth spurt he's up at 204 centimeters so really elite reach um, um good marking ability and good athleticism as well but um one of his most impressive traits is that obviously he's really versatile so um for the most part, at the start of the season for Oakley, was playing down back and was really impressive with his intercepts and uh, also rolled, excuse me, through the ruck. So um, a really, really versatile, tall prospect with great upside and he's been developing really quickly too. So that's exciting for Bulldogs fans who have a lot of uh, very, very promising key position tools there.
0: Absolutely. And obviously we do know that he can play in the defensive end or the attacking end. So we're going to be running through a player who is probably the premier pure uh, key defender, if you like, in Josh Gibkiss. Comes out of the GWV Rebels, had a fantastic round one game this year in the NAB League against Geelong Falcons and has really put together a really good season. He's an interceptor, um, someone who really stands out at that top end. So I guess, Michael, what is it about him that uh, really catches your eye?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's intercept marking. That's his game. Josh Gibkiss is incredible in the air. Um, his vertical leap is outstanding. I think he was among the top 10 um, in preseason testing for that category. Um, and he uses it on field as well. So, reads the play beautifully, springs up, just clunks the ball really cleanly, um, you know, can chime in with a few spoils every now and then as well when necessary. So, just a really good aerial player. He's been working on his ground level game too and becoming a better distributor um, by foot. So, yeah, he was really impressive. I remember earlier in the year in the, um, the AFL Academy hit out against Geelong VFL, had a lot to do in defense and, and was pretty sound. Um, and he's been, you know, putting out a, a pretty good level for GWV and, and then Vic country this season. So a really promising type. And as he said, the best, uh, key defender or key defensive prospect available. And we've
0: talked about one player who's a, Attached to a club at the moment in Sam Darcy. There's another one, uh, but this one might not get to that club. Uh, in Mac Andrew, who's that ruck sort of forward that can uh roll around the ground. Very obviously athletic, uh, great leap, uh, has come on in leaps and bounds this year. And as we know, the draft rules change. So it makes it a little difficult for Melbourne, who are obviously playing off in a grand final, uh, to be able to get their hands on him uh if he does indeed, as we expect, get a bit inside the top 20. So uh, what is it about him and and with his development that's come so far that potentially he misses out on getting to the demons?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think there's any maybes or ifs about, uh, he's definitely not getting to Melbourne. Um, I'd say um, obviously he'd be a top 10 pick at this stage um, and with no more football left to play, um, you'd argue that he'd probably stay there. But um, yeah, I mean, as you say, just really athletic. He's super, super uh, exciting with his aerial game. Just, you know, can rise up from nowhere and and take really clean overhead grabs. And he's pretty sound um, with his sort of, I guess, ground level game as well. Um, Got really clean hands, uses the the ball. Okay. Maybe a bit raw in his decision-making, but covers a a good amount of ground for a tall. And, um, you know, at the moment he's pretty skinny at 70 kilos um, given his 200 centimeter height. But once he fills out um, can sort of, really capture his craft and, and develop a bit more. He'll be a, a really exciting prospect for the future.
0: And we're going to head right over West now for the other tool. Uh, the only one we're sort of looking at at the moment that's inside that top 10 category that is not in Victoria, which is Jai Amos. Who's just really come on. We're talking about Mac Andrew coming on this year. Um, Jai Amos is someone who really has literally been kicking goals all year, um, both physically and metaphorically. And and now he's sort of in that conversation. So what is it that he's done so well um, and has really got him talking around that mark?
1: Yeah. I mean, kicking goals, you you said it there. He's kicked over 50 um, across his waffle Colts campaign this year and at a really, really good click um, and accuracy rate. So he, you know, he hardly misses. I think he kicked it in the end. Um, despite being goalless in his last two Colts games, um, around 51-12 or something like that. Uh, Can't quite remember it exactly, but um, obviously a really impressive rate um, for Jai Amis there. And he's one who's um, obviously that sort of key position player, but has really improved his ground level game to give him a bit more dynamism inside 50. So can find the goals in various ways. He's really good on the lead, got pretty strong hands and Um, Of late, he's been working a little more up the ground and and trying to sort of diversify his play. So um, plenty of strings to his bow as a forward and and we've pushed him up to 14 in our latest rankings. He might be one who tempts a couple clubs, maybe even one like Fremantle around the top 10 mark as well.
0: Now, with Western Australia, they are sort of the, the home of tools this year. They're holding up the rest of the draft in terms of the key position options. And most of them... Uh, as we sort of said, I uh, had a bit of a laugh off air in terms of their first names, all starting with Jay. So bear with us. Uh, we've just had obviously Jai Amos, but there's Jack Williams, Jacob Van Ruen. And then you've also got Rhett Bazo and Eric Benning, who are the main sort of national combine invites. So Michael, in terms of that group, uh, obviously Williams and Van Ruen uh, and Bazo, to a lesser extent were the three that sort of were talked up a fair bit coming into it. Um, and some of them uh, were even as high. Like I know Van Ruen was very high early in the season, uh, but all, those that group have all earned the national combine invites uh you know with the representation as well showing their sort of versatility if you like around the ground so um as a sort of group and and summary what what do you sort of make of that sort of quartet
1: yeah i mean they're, they're pretty high level and they made the west australian squad better um you know their influence was was a key reason why they um really dominated south australia in the end we saw obviously in that earlier under 19s representative game and we'll soon see um come grand final day but um yeah jack williams and jacob van ruin probably the the two key forwards of the group but van ruin showed um of late that he can also swing down back same with Rhett Bazzo, who um who is that intercept marker down back but can also play forward so they're interesting types. Bazo had an outstanding game um, in WA Colours, probably hasn't put it together as consistently, but Van Ruin has all the power and, and sort of physicality that you like as a key forward. And then Jack Williams has that reach um, and overhead marking ability that you like to see as well. He finds the goals um, regularly too. So there are they obviously have some great quality. And Eric Benning, the other one there um, of the National Combine lot, A Fremantle NGA prospect, one who's pretty raw, but has really great athleticism, can roll through the ruck and and up forward as well. So a really exciting group there from WA. And I guess we should also mention the likes of uh, Josh Cripps, obviously the brother of Patrick. Um, He's been exceptional, Um, obviously coming back off an ACL last year. Um, Jake South rucked for WA and Luke Poulsen missed out um, I guess, on the, the final squad against South Australia. But he's another promising type who's made his league debut this season. Absolutely. So that's a big WA group, probably
0: the the biggest group of the lot, without a doubt, in terms of uh, if you're looking for a key position option to go look over there. Uh, we're going to quickly look at the best Ruck available because there aren't a lot. We we did touch on Mac Andrew can ruck, but also play forward. The best pure ruck is Toby Conway out of the Geelong Falcons. Uh, what is it about Toby Conway that makes him stand out, and perhaps why clubs might be looking to him in this year's draft?
1: Yeah, well, he's one who looks best as that pure ruck. That's why he's different to a lot of these other prospects. So you know, you look at Sam Darcy, Mac Andrew, Jack Williams. They can all roll through the ruck, but. Um, that's Toby Conway's forte. Um, he doesn't look arguably as comfortable when he is forward, um, but when he's rocking that, that's when he's at his best. He's, his ruck craft is very good, um, covers the ground really well for a big man at I think 204 centimetres. Um, and, you know, he's really developing his work around the ground too. So beginning to take more marks, um, you know, sort of become that more dominant force as a big man that, that you really like to see. So um, yeah, he, he's come on really well this season and, you know, if any club is is really in for a ruck and a pure ruck that will play that position, I guess, expertly, Toby Conway is the man. And that might see him sort of push into that top 25 category.
0: And there's also plenty of others that perhaps are on offer for perhaps later picks or, or clubs that are looking to develop some types, maybe not quite as ready-made or have got quite the resume of some of the others. Um, there's a few names here. Anthony Caminidi was someone who came in late for the Metro program. You've got, uh Dante Byzantini is another one uh Lucas Cook uh Morgan Ferris over in SA and then you've got Ned Stevens and Will Baller if you're a sort of Gold Coast fan up north and Will Splann uh down in Tassie so uh, of that group sort of give us a bit of a rundown into that those players and perhaps uh what they offer uh for clubs that might have that sort of later selection
1: yeah well most of them are real developing types so obviously we can kind of tick Ned Stevens and Will off? given they're tied to the Suns um, and will probably end up there. Um, you know, Will Baller, just a, a big unit, um, really big lads, played some senior football and at VFL, oh, sorry, VFL level as well. Um, so yeah, he's a, he's a ruck forward who's the, the brother of Lauren, um, obviously the ruck for the Gold Coast women's team. Um, and Ned Stevens has sort of been, out uh, out of action with a, a niggling groin injury this year, but he's pretty promising as well. Can play on each line as a tall. And, um, you know, you look around the country, the, the Victorian kids like Caminiti and Vizantini. Um, Caminiti's a, a promising key forward who um, is sort of that lead-up type. He's, he's got good hands and a good spurt of athleticism, looks comfortable on the ball. And Vizantini, a little bit like Stevens, can play key defence, key forward all through the rucks. So he's shown some promising form. Um, you look over in SA. Lucas Cook, um, really good overhead marker. Um, likes, I guess he's found a home up forward this year for Woodville West Torrens. And Morgan Ferris is a little bit in between. He's, um, I guess, 190 centimeters, but a good size. Works up the ground as that sort of high half forward. He's um, a really strong marking target. Um, and the last one I think you mentioned there was Will Splan, the Tasmanian, um, who was a bit of a surprise combine invitee, but. A deserving one. He can play up either end of the ground. Um, we know he can kick goals, but um, yeah, definitely has that versatility and has played a bit of TSL footy uh, down south.
0: So we've looked at the others and, uh, you know, the depth that's on offer as well as the top end and, and the pure ruck. We're going to take a look at some of the ones that are a little bit older than the ones we mentioned, whether they've been 19 or older. Um, there's three players we've identified as mature ages in Lika Lear, obviously uh, over in South Australia, as well as Charlie Dean, former Dragon, and Noah Pegararo, who, um, you know, between the three of them uh, aren't the top age or if you like, the ones that are sort of coming through They're, they've sort of been around a little while. Um, what is it that they've done this year that's perhaps different to past years to earn them an invite?
1: Yeah, I think Lee Kalea is the most exciting out of this slot, and he's one who might sort of really rush into that early second round contention. So um, he's just a super athletic type who's gone on to play at league level this year in the Sanful for Central District. Um, you know, he had played a little bit last year at uh, under 18s level, sort of as an overager and was playing out on a wing or, or up forward. But now he's transitioned to key defence and his intercept marking is, um, is pretty unbelievable. Uh, it's really exciting to watch and, and I think clubs have taken note of that. Um, Charlie Dean's another one who is pretty versatile. So, um, you know, he was trialled um, a lot at the start of last year or two years ago when he was with the Dragons um, as a key forward. Um, but I think he's become a lot more comfortable as that key defender once again for Williamstown in the VFL. Um, And the last one there, Noel Pegoraro, it's probably one I haven't seen as much as the others. Um, Well, definitely not as much, but he's been pretty impressive was a state representative um, and I believe a key defender as well. So um, yeah, all three pretty likely types and and ones that might be able to slot straight into a team um, if they are given a chance.
0: Perfect. So that's all we have time for today. Make sure you keep your eyes and ears peeled for more final Siren podcasts. Uh, next week we, or next episode, we'll be looking at the elite ready-made prospects, the ones who are ready to go. Uh, and we'll be producing a lot more content like podcasts on a weekly basis. So if you've got any suggestions, make sure you let us know. Uh, do it either via our social media channels, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube at Draft Central Aus, AUS, or commenting on any of our articles at afl.draftcentral.com.au. Michael, thanks for joining me again.
1: Pleasure as always, Pete. Thanks for having me.
0: So until next time, make sure you're following Draft Central and have a great day. We'll talk to you again soon.